you could do different cheat codes and they work like you can make like your team really really big like in tall or really small um and one that i tried many many times to to do uh and it wasn't a real code but somebody had put on game shark was if you put in the code poop <laughs> just said like all football players will run around and be pooping all the time <laughs> and i tried it at least five times chet i try i remember thinking like oh that'd be the coolest that'd be the sweetest cheat code ever and i would just that's i so kept funny. trying to put in poop and it wouldn't take oh man that's similar to the toilet right now <laughs> yeah. you kept trying to put in poop and it won't yeah. take <laughs> i've had enough of your sh- Well, welcome back, Rodney. We had uh, well, we had an episode come out every week, but you and I haven't recorded in what three weeks, three years, three year, three years and three weeks. I How was your trip? Right. You were in um, Thailand. It was a great trip. Yeah, um, I'm sure stories will come out. Uh, actually, you want me to just? I just I'll just go. For the next three years and three weeks, I'll just explain all of the stories beginning to end. You know what's crazy, too, is I was convinced that, well, we had talked about it. There was a real chance you were going to die on this trip. Little did we know that you were in way more danger when you came home. Indeed. That's the one that I became, uh, it was a far more precarious situation as I found myself hydroplaned doing a 360 on the highway and watching oncoming traffic come through my passenger window. Right. I thought, wow. Like, life really does change in an instant. You made it through the jungles of Thailand only to find yourself narrowly yeah. narrowly escaping death on a Boston area highway. Indeed. Yeah. That was, uh, I didn't like that text. The, uh, the guess the, who got in an accident? Yeah. This guy? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say Mostly because on the podcast, I had said that, you know, I had plans for if you died. And all That's of a sudden, a I was thinking point. like, yeah. shoot, I'm going to have to take those episodes down. That was my first. Thought. Really? Yeah. That was where you were already going with it? All right. It was like my third thought. but Third it, thought? It was up on the list. You're debating, like, you just didn't wouldn't want the count to be all messed up. Right. You yeah, because be like, you're right. Uh, True. Well, yeah. sorry, I kind of just keep it up there. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go from, what it's is this, 37? More for, like, organizational purposes than anything. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's archival. Yeah, for sure. Uh, actually, so, Rodney, we have a, we have someone in the in the studio tonight. Um, not, not a guest, but, like, studio audience. And, studio audience. You know, what we found was we really only have one rule in the studio which is if you're gonna laugh if you're gonna make noise it better be because rodney or i made you laugh like if, right. you, if you if we look over and you're laughing and it's because we you're see staring at you're on your phone on your phone and it's not our website yeah. or it's not our twitter like page some meme you're not like listening to a previous episode if you're not laughing because of me or rodney Chet, does anybody or in me the world and rodney laugh because like for any other reason other than us though i I mean, listen, not everyone is able to hear us all the time. So yeah. you have to find things to make you laugh in in between down the hall episodes. Have you ever had Truman Show type thoughts where you just think like, well, once people are out of this scene with me in it, they probably just like shut off like you, robots. You like, mean in the just, sense like, like wind down? I don't think you've seen Truman Show. That's not what happens. <laughs> I know that's not what happens, but like that's the way that like, you know, like they're just they're not actual. They just like shut themselves down like until their their next scene with me in it. Uh, I have had thoughts about like, am I in, am I the Truman show? Like mm-hmm. the Chet show? Yeah. And I realized like, 
there are certain t- times in my life where that would be really entertaining. And then other than that, it's mostly, mostly what you're getting now. You know, that that's actually a mental, like it's like a documented, I forget. I don't know what they call it, but like even, um, like psychologists do could like reference it as the Truman show, like effect for that. There are people wow. with mental disorders, like legitimate mental disorders that they, and I forget if it's like brought on by that movie, but that they think everyone around them is, is fake. After you watch that movie, you, you can't help but feel like a half a percent unsure. <laughs> yeah. It's probably smaller than a half a percent, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Rodney, it's all about how you use the half a percent. <laughs> a little. So we have a, a uh, we have a blog post comment from, uh, from our website. Someone, uh, Craig actually from the take two podcast who, uh, has been an awesome contributor to the show recently, especially he, uh, commented on our, uh, dear Zachary episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anyone, is listening, they can go to our website, downthehallpodcast.com. You can join the conversations on each and every episode we do. We post a blog where we'll have the question, the topic of that night. Um, and we love when we get feedback. So he said this, uh, I love the episode. Everything you guys said about Dear Zachary was correct, especially about how, how hard it is to review. It's a true story that naturally opened up during film. So judging it is very hard, but recommending to others is easy. Um, he also then provided a list of other documentaries he thinks we should look at. Um, and then he says, also, I want you guys to check out Snowpiercer with Chris Evans. I've seen that. Another movie I feel most people have missed. Keep up the good work, fellas. Love the show. Awesome. So we've Thank got you, Craig. these people helping us uh, take back movie night. Well, yeah. No, it's great. I, it is. It's uh, it's a really fun thing for me. Like, sincerely, I, I'm in this, like, I've been in the last couple of days, this really uh, reflective zone, you know, as you... You, you sit yeah. there and you think like, oh boy, like I want to take stock of the things I really appreciate. And one of the things I do appreciate is the fact that, you know, we started this, this thing not too long ago. Less than a year. You know, and we, uh, we have very legitimate friends out of this now. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, so, it's crazy. So this all started because a person will waste 115 hours every year mm-hmm. just looking for a movie to watch. So we thought we're going to put together a show that can provide movie night recommendations to save you that time rodney if you had an extra 115 hours this year what are you doing with it um i would do more preemptive car research because now i'm in that that weird spot where preemptive car research yeah just like know exactly what you're gonna get like have like have my car plan lined up i'll give it to you man You, you so far you're leading the way with like the most boring answer we've ever had this is no because it, it, nobody likes to go to a car dealership. Like you know, nobody wants to be in that situation. And you know what's funny is like so right now you I already told you my car was totaled. Uh, I'm not going to get into it, but basically I got fifteen dollars yeah. for for that car. That's that's literally what happened. There's more details that you don't care about, but you know, suffice it to say, I do not have a, a car right now. Um, and so at this point now it's like, ugh, like to test drive and actually figure out a. a the right car is uh, is kind of annoying, but I'm getting there. All right, so Rodney's back from Thailand, uh, survived the car accident, looking for a new car, and we're back uh, giving you a movie night recommendation. You ready to do this? Ready. ready. All right. Well, I don't know how you get a podcast, but you should look into it. Yes, of course, it's down the hall. Because I'm psyched. And here we go. So like we said, we will give you one recommendation a week. Uh, we're also going to give you a movie to avoid later, too, in the spirit of saving time. Rodney, what's our movie of the week? It is Midnight in Paris. So this was a movie that 
I mean, we've talked about it on our show before, and mostly because we disagreed on it. Yeah. And um, yeah, but I think I was kind of gracious about it. I think I just yeah. I don't think I pushed it too heavily, right? Nope. So um, this is a uh, it's a Woody Allen movie. Um, so you know, people might have feelings about Woody Allen. Um, but it's an hour and thirty four minutes. It's currently on Netflix. It's considered a comedy fantasy romance. Um. It stars Owen Wilson, Rachel McAdams, uh, Kathy Bates, and Tom Hiddleston. Um, so, Chet, why don't you tell us a little bit more about kind of what the actual movie is? Gladly. So, Midnight in Paris, it's one of my top five movies ever. We talked about it on the show before because I think our first episode, back when we had no clue what we were doing at all, uh, I think we just talked about our, our five favorite movies, and uh, and Midnight in Paris is, is one of mine. And the reason I love it, and I think it's such a great movie night is first of all it's it's really not that long um an hour and 34 minutes it's not it's not a huge time commitment which i think is important yeah when factoring in movie night right but also so it's this like it's this romance but it's uh it's drama but at the same time i think it's mostly a comedy in it but it's in the way that it's so subtle in its humor like mm-hmm. it's it's like situational humor it's uh what's said or maybe what's not said in a scene that makes it funny, but basically what it's about is Owen Wilson uh, plays a, a a novelist who is struggling for inspiration, and he and his his fiance and her parents go to Paris, um, and he's like super nostalgic, like you know, super nostalgic, loves Paris, and is just in, in in you know completely engrossed in the entire scene of it all, and thinks that Paris in the twenties is the greatest single time of you know human history. That if he could go anywhere, it would be paris in the 20s so anyway so he's you know having troubles with his fiance rachel mcadams and one night he's walking the streets of paris by himself and this like town car pulls up it's kind of older looking town car and he hops in and it takes him to paris in the 20s and so it is a time travel movie but not like i love how they kind of are uh, they don't really focus on that like at one point he says it's best not to talk about the detail you know like yeah. they don't they don't center on it being a time travel movie and they don't no, right. they don't get caught up in sort of the weeds of it all right but he goes back to paris in the 20s and he's meeting like hemingway and f scar fitzgerald and uh you know picasso and they're talking about you know this painter named matisse and like all these different you know big name people in the arts from the 20s. Uh, and it's there that he he meets uh, Marianne Cotillard's character, mm-hmm. uh, who she is reminiscing about Paris in the 1800s. Right. So it's kind of like the theme of the movie is that, you know, you, where you live or where your time or what what you do in your life, it's easy to look at another time and, and, and reminisce for it. Yeah. Uh, but it's all about appreciating where you are. So it's just this like ongoing story where he's going back and forth in the 20s to yeah. his time back and forth uh it's so funny every time i watch it and and truly rodney i think i've seen it probably 10 times because i i keep having people watch it with me um yourself included and each time i find something new that i I think is funny um and i'm really glad that you watched it again and you gave it another chance so why do you think it's a movie night pick yeah so i mean this is a movie that i feel like the first time i watched i probably didn't give it a fair enough watch um i don't know i ignored like how well they did the time travel component you know because there it's not like it, they don't do it in a sense like where he's just dreaming like you know i hate movies that this whole thing is like happened but then you know he didn't actually time travel you know like he is actually time traveling and yeah. like this keeps working right yeah. like the midnight in paris is not like oh all of a sudden if people are around it doesn't work or right, something right. yeah um and so there's a lot of like components like that that i really appreciated the second time around and i 
I don't know. It's a great movie. Like I, so I think good. I fell in love with just how simple and easy it is to, to get engrossed with it. And you know, whether you, there's a cut, there's a number of characters that are really easy to, yeah. to love and to hate. Um, and so I think that it's a great movie night pick because like you said, it's, it's a pretty quick movie an hour and 34 minutes. And I think for the most part, you're going to probably find yourself just engrossed in the story. Um, and there's a, there's there's definitely some like lessons or at least commentary there where you sit there and you think about the things that we romanticize as we look back on them and you know how it's really almost impossible to appreciate our own era yeah you know, it's it's way easier to look back and kind of package up what happened in the 20s you know and consider it like oh that's the greatest era of all time it's a great movie and i think um there's probably some interesting conversations that the movie can gen uh can generate but it's also just it's a fun i think it's a fun movie to to watch and you know it's it's certainly not too heavy yeah yeah also i you know i don't know for me it's uh so legna and i uh it's like the movie that we love to watch together like i yeah, I wouldn't say we always watch it, but we've watched it a few times together. So if we had a movie, I guess that would be it. Would you consider it a date night movie? Yeah, too? Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's uh, it's a great date night movie. For sure. So what did IMDb give it? Um, IMDb gave it, it's uh, right now a 7.7. My rating is an 8. An 8? Yep. Okay, cool. So again, I already told you it's one of my top five. Right. So it's a 10 for yep. me. I don't know how many tens i've given out um that's something i actually want to go back and look at yeah uh but for sure hands down 10 one of my all-time favorites yeah great i I mean i get it so that's what we think that's what the fans think um but you know let's get to what professionals have to say about the movie chet what uh what what's our best and worst reviews hate 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 double hate lows entirely I like you a lot. All right. So I love this part of the episode. We look at the best and worst reviews, people who are actually paid to do this. Um, so the best review. So actually, let's start with the worst review, right? That's what we do. Worst review uh, comes from The New Yorker. Uh, and it's actually, so the movie was extremely highly rated. I should probably say that first. So even the worst review isn't isn't all too bad. But it says that uh, Midnight in Paris has one big problem. Woody Allen, the director, hardly gives Gil, that's uh, Owen Wilson's character, Woody Allen hardly gives Gil a perceptive moment. He's awestruck and fumbling. He doesn't possess, to our eyes, the conviction of a writer. I mean, I guess, like, that's kind of Owen Wilson, though. He's kind of charmingly befuddled at all, you know, kind of all the time. Yeah. And, but is, and so they're just saying, uh, so the New Yorker, who, you know, that's a paper of pretty, you know, acclaimed writers um, or a magazine of acclaimed writers. They're saying that he seems too he, like, like fumbly and bumbly. Not, right? He's not too legitimate of yeah. like of someone to portray. Like he's not what a <laughs> writer would be, right? Which I guess is fun. I mean, I guess that I could see that a little bit. Like, not that I'm a writer, and that's a, like part of me is a little annoyed by saying like, oh, he's not writerish yeah. enough for us. But I do think that there is something where it's it's almost like he's so in love with the 20s that it does feel like. Like really, like everything to you about the twenties is perfect. Like yeah. everything, you know. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, he, I, I, that's something we should say. Owen Wilson, he's perfect for this. What's it's dope? What's <laughs> you, do you have a do you have a good Owen Wilson? I don't. Imp- I think you do though. I don't think I really do. Do your best. <sighs> well, it's because I think I might have told this story, maybe even on the podcast, but 
Legna lives in New York City. She she physically bumped into Owen Wilson one time. Yeah. And I was thinking like that's how Owen Wilson meets girls in rom-coms. Like physically bumping into them and just being like, "Oh, I I oh, didn't see you there. I I'm sorry." <laughs> did did she did she find him charming? How could she not? Did she find him I don't know. Is he, I asked her. Do people find him? Do people find him? Like, oh, his nose. His nose looks like it's been broken eight times. Yeah, by guys who he bumped into. Like he bumped into their girlfriends. Yeah, that's no. He probably yeah. And then they broke his nose. Do you know what I did though? When when she told me she bumped into Owen Wilson, I just assumed Vince Vince Vaughn was in the area too. Yeah, I mean like, that's like natural, they're, right? They're on their way to a yeah. Wedding they're they're, they're, they're like always a together, right? Wedding garb. That's how I view life. Um, so I asked her what Vince Vaughn said. Should we get like, to the best review at some point? Or yeah, do you want to still yeah, talk I about I just want to say, I think your accent would be spot on if you just broke your nose a few times. I bet <laughs> at that point you'd be able to get it exactly right. Okay. There's something about probably the air, the way that that affects airflow. I think you're right. That causes his voice to be exactly how it is. You're a smart guy. All right, Thank best you. review uh, comes from the New York Observer. So across town from the New Yorker. I don't know that. Uh, in a film so ripe with temptation for posturing, exaggeration, and satirical overacting, nobody is anything less than natural, unpretentious, and funny as hell. Mm-hmm. I like that. Because yeah, I, think, I think that there are elements to the movie where it could have been very overdone and like, like pre- pretentious. But I feel like everyone nailed their role. I love the guy who played, I, gosh, should have looked it up, who played Hemingway. I thought he was hysterical. And Tom Hiddleston as F. Scott Fitzgerald is such like yeah. a, I don't think it'd be as easy to get him now. He's much bigger now. This was 2011. Yeah, it's funny, actually, when I read that, I was like, wait, what character was it? Because, I mean, he's right. he's in the movie for probably 15 minutes. Yeah, total, but he's great. Or less, you know. Speaking um, of him and Owen Wilson impressions, have you heard him do that? Do the Owen Wilson impressions? No. He does. Uh, he reads. Um, he reads Loki quotes. So he played Loki in the Thor movies, right? He reads Loki quotes as Owen Wilson, and it's hysterical. Owen Wilson as Loki. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, no, it's not this simpler. Um, you know, like, is this not your, 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 your natural state? Um, you know, it, you know it, it's the unspoken truth of humanity that, uh, that you know, you crave... In subjugation. So, uh, uh, but why so does he feel the need? Like, or do they know each other that well, or like what? Or like, you know, like I Rodney, mean, can't Owen you Wilson just appreciate a, how funny I it is? I can, but I'm also confused My by like goodness. Tom Hiddleston is like now a major like movie star, and I feel like Owen Wilson is is a you know medium medium to high level movie star. But like, doesn't it seem odd? Like it's you didn't you weren't impressed iconic. by Drillbit Taylor. I don't know. He's not like, 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 oh boy, can't speak. He's not iconic. All right. Well, before we move on, uh, I don't think we said what the Rotten Tomato score was. Uh, The Rotten Tomato score was a 93%. So only 7% of critics didn't give this like basically a B or higher. Right. So 7.7 on IMDb. Yeah. And uh, and a 93%. Yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes. All right, cool. And uh and and years of me telling you is one of my favorite films. You finally watched it. I finally rewatched it, giving it a fair watch, wasn't distracted at all, wasn't doing anything else and it was it hit you at the right time. Just no, and I, I think I what I would say is I feel like it's a movie that must have hit me at a really, really wrong time before because I think 
it's hard for me to now, even as I watched it, to think, like, I don't even know how or why I didn't like it. Do you really love the lamp, or are you just saying it because you saw it? I love lamp. I love lamp. All right, so um, this movie does have time travel in it. So our topic for tonight was if you could go anywhere, any time, where would that be? We do have listener interaction, uh, beginning with Craig, who we had already mentioned had had written on our website, which, again, thank you, Craig. So he says he'd want to go to the Old West, uh, specifically to be a gunslinger, drink hard whiskey, and cheat at a card game leading to a high noon showdown. I think he's basically describing Westworld. I was just going to say, I feel like he wants Westworld to be a real thing so badly. Oh, he definitely. He saw that and he thought, this is me. Man, I need to start saving money now. So when this is a real thing, I get to go. <laughs> so uh, the the guys from Checked Out in Jersey uh, said they would go back in time to kill Karl Marx. Or... <laughs> or go to the Battle of Gettysburg and bring a camera. But I, I have an issue with that. I take issue with that because like, we already know that they're friends with a bunch of Civil War reenactors. I think that alone basically is saying like those guys aren't doing a good enough job for you to reenact it well enough. Yeah, like they don't have a good enough sense of history. Or the the, like the reenactors, that, yeah. yeah. Like I don't know, maybe they're bringing out like toy lightsabers, which is what I would definitely do. I've, th- I've said before how great it would be to like earn the trust of a reenactment group. And then, like at a big show, big battle, have a <laughs> have a toy lightsaber. What about no disrespect what about, to what they do or the what, hobby, but what about just have a real gun? <laughs> what? what? Like what? If, <laughs> so, wait, but I don't. That's got to be a I, real I, problem. I, also, I, I like bet a, you that's happened before. I feel like a toy lightsaber. Like you go and like you can't like outside of a quick little ah gotcha. You know, like outside of that, then it's a quick like okay, get him out of here. But I feel like if you. You know, you took out a real gun and <laughs> shot somebody. Granted, there's going to be legal repercussions, but I mean, you know, that would be quite that would be quite something. So we have another one, Nick and Vince from Minnesota. They simply said they would go back to the Renaissance. These are enlightened fellows. Yeah, hmm, interesting. Uh, I, on the other hand, would <laughs> wait. First of all, before I answer, do we is it is it factual that Coca Cola used to actually be made with cocaine? Uh, maybe trace amounts. I th- I mean, it's <laughs> it got, does. it's, a, I'm not sure. Uh, studio I, audience is giving the thumbs up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I trust it still. I gotta, I gotta, we gotta see it online. Can we tell them that they can laugh louder, uh, so that it comes up on the, no? I don't know if that means we're getting the, the throat cuts. I'm hearing, I'm means. hearing more laughter though. It's yeah. It's getting louder. It's getting louder. So I would go back in time to when Coke was made with cocaine just to try it. I don't know what that says about me, but I, I thought about it for 10 seconds. I realized you that's realize, my answer. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm just putting this out there. I'm not encouraging it, but you realize you could just put like cocaine in Coca-Cola. I feel like that's now. far more dangerous than what they had circulating to the why? public in the fifties. I think why? Yeah. To be honest, I don't have a prepared answer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's great? You did exactly what I would do. Why? <laughs> As if you had like a great answer planned and then, except I would just force one out. You know, I would just, uh, I'd, I just start, you know, starting a sentence and hope I find it along the we way. We know, we all know that's what you do. I'm going to give you more time to figure out your answer for the time travel thing because I know you don't have one. Uh, did you know that uh, Rob Gronkowski, tight end of the New England Patriots, was once asked if he could have any superpower, what would it be? And he said he would want a time machine so that he can go to Florida. And I say, Rob, uh, time machine is not a superpower and you don't need one to go to Florida. <laughs> And also, like, 
just raise your bar a little. Like, I mean, Florida's fine, but like, what? Like, how Florida? Does, how does that work its way onto a superpower request? I don't know. Like, just climb onto a plane. It'll only take you a couple hours. What's your uh, What's your answer to this? I guess I would go back to two days ago when I knew this was going to be the question, and I would have started to think to have an answer that'd be good for the podcast that'd be great so there wasn't quite as awkward a pause. man that would that would make me one happy co-host i like it there's an old saying in tennessee i know it's in texas probably in tennessee that says fool me once shame on shame on you if fool me we can't get fooled again so in the interest of saving our listeners time rodney we don't just pick a movie night and we don't just then talk about it with you know mm-hmm. like for instance we did the time travel topic mm-hmm. right that's that's not what all the show is about we also will do a, a movie to avoid how do we find those movies to avoid um i we usually look for like the lists online that probably everyone has googled at least once or twice top movies on netflix right now or you know top movies streaming right now and also we look at ones that like netflix is promoting or amazon is promoting and determine that okay this is what everyone else is seeing this is what probably everyone's gravitating towards, um, and we'll watch those too. Uh, and if we come across ones that we think are not worth your movie night, we're going to tell you about it. They end up here in the uh, in the do not go zone, yeah. no fly zone. So uh, the one for this week is actually Boyhood, mm. which which pains me to say. Yeah, because you really love Boyhood. I'd love is strong. I liked it. I love Midnight in Paris. I liked yeah. I liked Boyhood. I also liked my Boyhood. I had a good childhood. Um, <laughs> yours was in Paraguay. Yeah, mine was in southeastern Massachusetts. Yep. Uh, but uh, the movie, the movie Boyhood, uh, 2014. That was again, as we said, a very good year for movies, <laughs> and uh, it is one that was filmed over, I think, 12 years. So that was like this all the same actors. It's documenting the main character's childhood, filmed over 12 years. So there is that kind of uh, that that sort of intrigue to it, and I think probably that's why. It got as much attention as it did. Yeah. Uh, it's on Netflix right now, and it's going to be on every list about Netflix movies. I'm not saying it's not good. Uh, usually in the in this segment, we, we bash a movie. I've got nothing really negative to say about it. The only thing I will say, though, is if you're picking a movie night, a two-hour and 45-minute long movie is hard to commit to when it is pretty slow in the first place. Yeah. It's a, sl- it's a, it's a good movie. Slow, right? It's a slow-moving, slow-moving movie, though. Yeah. I get that. Um, Two hours and 45 minutes, not exactly a movie night pick. No, I, and I feel like movie nights, at least for me, start later. You know, Rodney, they, every movie night you've ever had has only lasted 20 minutes in the first place. Not not everyone, but the the important thing to note is that they start later. So you fall asleep immediately. When I think about when it like you know we've started movies at like 11 p.m. You know, so it's like two hours. You go okay. Like it's, you know, or, or an hour and a half, you're like 1230 into the 1am time frame. That's okay. But you know, three hours is just no chance. Good thoughts. But before we move on to the next segment, uh, Rodney, we're hearing from, from the audience that they think that we should, we should remove the part of the episode where you made fun of Owen Wilson's nose. I, I don't think so. I, I, I am trying to do my own Wilson impression. <laughs> oh, um, wow. Didn't see you there. I is think, that good? I don't think. I think what he would have to say is, A, I don't care what two guys have to say about my nose. B, I've been hearing it all my life. And C, I make millions of dollars because of my nose. It yeah. makes me me. Yeah, I think I think we can leave it in. If Let's, he wanted to fix it, 
he could buy eight more noses tomorrow. I think it'd be really good for the show to get into like a feud with Owen Wilson, even if it was forced. I yeah, sure. And he and you know what he'd say like, "Who? No, I'm fine." You know what? I I don't remember what you said, Is but he I'm ever gonna in feuds? I'm gonna say that what Rodney said. And Owen Wilson, if you're listening, I just want to be clear. What Rodney said is he actually does hate you. And if given the chance, would readjust your nose with his fist. That's what I remember you saying. That's fine. I mean, if it gets him on the show. All right. That's fine. Okay. So at this point in the episode, uh, we've given you a movie night. We have uh, saved you time with a movie to avoid. And we've talked through time travel of all things. But we also uh, eventually get into our favorite scenes from, from the movie of the week. And we know that that can spoil things for some people. Uh, so this is kind of your fair warning that if you don't want that to uh, jump ship now. But we always like to remind you to go to downthehallpodcast.com where you yourself can recommend a movie for us to watch. If we like it, we will do an episode on it. Uh, proof in the Pudding was last week. Dear Zachary, recommended to us by Movie Rob. Hey, by the way, Rodney, I found out that he lives in Israel, Movie Rob. Like That's I ver- awesome. verified that. Yeah. Um, I feel like there needs to be an origin story about him. I feel like there's more to that guy. More to his name? Uh, yeah. I think yeah. you, you were well. We we both were like speculating on on details. We don't need him to write in or any or tell us. Maybe our speculations are better, but just of like age and yeah, what he what he does and yeah. I feel like he's yeah. He's there's something going on there, and I, and I think it's always good things, not bad. Oh things. yeah, good yeah. Um. So also, Rodney, you're I have a question like for you. Going on like he's interesting. I think he's a very interesting fellow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, question for you though. Um, who do you think would win in a fight, Justin Long or Michael Sarah? God. I mean, Justin Long. Michael Sarah is basically a... He's, like, permanently stunted as an 8-year-old... Or, no, I guess, like, 12-year-old boy, I think. Yeah, well, I think that's why I put them both there, because I feel like they're both kind of 12-year-old boys. Well, Justin Long, he's, like... He's kind of, I mean, he's, he's like, a nerdy guy. First of all... I think he's a bigger guy. What would they be fighting over, I think, is a real question. Um, a hoodie, right? A zip-up hoodie? hoodie, yeah. Yeah, there tube you socks. You nailed it. Uh, a cardigan like who's allowed yeah it would be like they got told like hey guys only one person today can wear the hoodie and the jeans uh the other person has to wear adult clothes yeah Um, has to wear a suit and they would they would fight over that justin long i understand why you say my initial thought was justin long but the more i considered it michael Sarah, i feel like he has some like pent up stuff going on where the, if you really think about it, I feel like all of a sudden he can be like the phoenix and just like burst out and destroy somebody. I wouldn't be surprised at all if that happened. If that happened, Someone I'd probably me, stare like blankly and, a, and just say, yeah, that's 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 If right. you were to burst out emotion, I picture it being tears. So I actually asked our, our followers, Rodney. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I, I, ran, I ran a poll. Right. Yep. And uh, 57% did say Justin Long would win. Uh, so they agree with you. How many how many votes do we? Like, are we... Uh, 711. I'm just kidding. That, that, that was the, that was say, the yeah. date. That was the date. I picked June 11th, was, July 11th. I get it. Yeah. So this is actually kind of a test. I, I wanted to see if um, if eventually we we might add a segment to the show of who would win in a fight, where weekly I, I, I like present it. to you two actors and uh, you you just I love this. you just think through it. Yeah. You know, top of mind answers. You won't be prepared for it. I won't always run a poll. I'll just tell you right away who, who would win in a fight. I yeah. love it. All right. I'll always have an answer. I know. I'll always have a justification. I know you will. I know you will. I'll maybe have spent time thinking about it. I know you won't. (laughs) 
I told you not to give details. Yeah, well, you're the one who gave me the details. All right, so um, not a whole lot to spoil, I don't think. I don't think it's one of those movies. But um, but there is, I think, a sequence of scenes that really, I think, bring the movie together, right? It all kind of culminates to where Owen Wilson comes to a revelation about, oh, I need to be uh, living in the, in, the, in the present. I need to be living in the now. Uh, would you agree? Yes, uh, I agree that it does. Um, and I think one of the things I had said is I do like how you know, it's, it's a well done time travel. Like it's not, or you even mentioned it. It's not like an overthought time travel movie. Um, but at the same time, there's like this, you know, pretty good consistency. Um, so at one point, like Owen Wilson in present day has found like a diary, uh, a diary of someone that he had met in the, in, you know, in the twenties, like when he time travels and he's referenced in it. Um, yeah, so he and like also picks he's up like, this random diary yeah. and sees his own name in it, and right? He also wants to alter his behavior to match what she wrote about in the day. Like, right. so I felt like, oh, that's pretty, you know, like that was a pretty cute thing to yeah. add in there without it, you know. So again, my big fear with movies like this is that they make it just like this dream world, right? You know, or like he's being pursued by uh, a private a private investigator because uh, his fiance's dad doesn't trust him. Yeah. Um, and then, like, he gets stuck in some... The private yeah, investigator gets you know, stuck he, like, in the past, going, too, yeah. <laughs> he's going further into the past, and you yeah. see that at one point. So they they did a really good job of just... it is You know, he is legitimately going back in time. You yeah, know, and he so... He is actually getting feedback, yeah. Right, and so it culminates with... Uh, he You know, he goes back in time. He falls in love with a character portrayed by Marion Cotillard, who she has been all the while reminiscing about how Paris was at its best in, like, the late 1800s. So they they actually together in the twenties then go back to the late eighteen hundreds where they meet some of her like idols like some right. of her the artists that she would have loved from then and and the musicians and when they're talking to those people those people are then reminiscing about even further back and right. so it just shows that no matter where you are uh, no matter who it is you're talking with it's easy for them to not recognize the greatness of where they are but constantly think that anything good was 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 in the past right. Um... Yeah, no, I think it's um it's great and I guess also to tie back to the to to the name of the of the movie it all happens like at midnight in Paris at a specific location it's basically like a car shows up that you can get into to take you back in time. You just blew my mind, man. Right? You just blew my mind. Did you not know that? No, I did. Oh. I just wanted I was to say holy. Yeah, how did you, you see you it? You so needed a win this week, man. You needed to pick me up. <laughs> I tried you. I tried to give it to you there. Yeah, and then there's something about you revealing that you tried to give me a pick-me-up that makes it just feel way worse. Wielding power over you. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, so we have some uh, some cool things coming up, though, this week. So if you're listening, it's obviously Monday night, Movie Monday. Uh, and uh, But later in the week, I think hopefully Thursday, we'll have a, a new episode, which you know typically we do one a week. But mm-hmm. uh, when we have guests or, or kind of topical episodes, we'll, we'll throw a second one out there. So... Uh, Thursday, we are having Lyndon Wells from the top 10 films.shoot. Shoot. What is it? Dot UK. I, someday it. I'll get it right. Top yeah. 10. Dot. Dot 10 films.co.uk. I'll get it. I'll get it. Lyndon, you're listening now. I know it. I'll get it. I promise. Um, so he's coming on Thursday. We're going to do our top 10. Uh, characters movie characters of all time so basically acting or actress performances performances yeah. of all time uh and then on sunday we're doing something cool too 
Yes. So on Sunday, uh, we're going to be doing that, kind of fulfilling that that whole contest so that we've been doing for a number of weeks, building up to. Um, so we'll be with the checked out in Jersey guys. Um, you know, doing, in Jersey, physically. In Jersey. Uh, and so you'll be able to wa- uh, watch live our episode um, with the checked out in Jersey guys on on Sunday. So that'll be you, you, Sunday night, July twenty third. Third. Yep. And uh, we will tweet out the times um, because, uh, yeah, you can tune in. You can actually watch us live in their studio with them. If you ever wondered what uh, what we look like, uh, I'm sure if all you have to do is click on our, our names on Twitter. And I'm sure there's a picture. Yeah, there's probably, you know, there's something to be said, though. Um, have you, did you ever like know radio personalities, but only by their voice? But yeah. Like, you, yeah. you know, like growing yeah. up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I feel like in the era of the like internet, I started to, um, look up a lot of the radio personalities and was just severely disappointed. Yeah. Wow. Oh, geez. They have a face for radio is what you thought, right? Or just, just everything like, oh, you just picture, I feel like a voice, you can start to really picture what somebody looks like. Mm -hmm. I wonder what people think about for for you, like just by your voice alone. I don't know. I want, I'm curious. I, if someone hasn't like clicked on either one of our bios yet, and it's just like legitimately doesn't know what we look like, mm-hmm. I'd be interested for them to do like a an artist sketch of who they think you look like, what they think you look like, and then also yeah. me, uh, and send it to us. Like a Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> if you do that, like we're gonna do a contest coming up, uh, and if you do that, you're automatically entered. You're automatically entered. You automatically won. Yeah. If you do an artist rendition of what you, you think, think we look like, if you haven't seen us, um, or even if you have seen us, but like you <laughs> what want, you like, think our, we should look like, like. like. us personified, you know, yeah. like what our per- personalities are as a character. What would yours be? Um, I think there'd be like uh, personified. There'd be a lot of like words around. Like it'd be like I. It would be my head in like a word cloud or something. It'd be a bunch of rabbit trails. Yeah, just like, oh, yeah, like that. Tangents. Yeah. Me and then just rabbit trails. Yeah. Everywhere. Rabbits going down like a yeah. bunch of holes. And me just staring blankly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks again. Um, uh, we are excited to have Lyndon on. We're excited to be in Jersey finally and doing this show with them. So uh, you can catch us on Twitter, Down the Hall, guys. Uh, you can go to our website, like we said, downthehallpodcast.com. And if you feel like it, for whatever reason you want to email us, feel free down the hall podcast at gmail.com i'm chet that's that i'm ronnie <laughs> and i can't quite ever get these wrap-ups well and we never will <laughs> <laughs>